Good day, fellow hoteliers, and welcome to our broadcast of episode 205 of the Hotel Marketing Podcast. My name is Pete DeMeo, and I'm your host and station broadcast engineer. And as usual, I'm joined with Phil Friska, our search marketing savant and our creative services producer. Hello, creative <laughs> services producer, Phil. I was wondering what it was going to be today. It's kind of fitting, a little foreshadowing. I like it. Yeah. So why do you think that we are all working jobs at this news station? <laughs> I'm guessing it has something to do with uh, television advertising. It has everything to do with television advertising, because this is Phil's big episode where we're going to be talking about OTT advertising and if it makes sense for hotels. So that's something that we really haven't talked about in the past. It's honestly something that a lot of hoteliers haven't focused on at all in the past either. Starting to head into 2022, so it's time to think about new things that we can be doing that will push the limit a little bit on it's traditionally marketing from a hotel perspective. So I'm excited to jump into this episode. And Phil, I bet you are too. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one because this is something that's come up uh, in a few conversations we've had about 2022 planning and uh, a lot of our current clients are interested in it and whether they should be doing it or not. And as always, the answer is, well, it depends. So we're going to give you a little OTT 101 here today and uh, see, see if it's right for you to try. Perfect. Well, hey, before we dive into the main topic, we have a newsroom and we have a 60 seconds to success. So to start off, let's go ahead and dive into the, the news. With hotel marketing that cannot lose, now it's time for your newsaroos. <laughs> I like the snap. Do you think that snap got picked up on audio? It, I heard it. That's good. Then. If, if you heard it, that means the audience is going to hear it. <laughs> So, so this one is, I found on Skift, and it's a, it's a really good article. Headline is, Choice Hotels Hopes to Finish Out the Year Ahead of 2019 Levels. And not unexpectedly, we, we've all had a pretty amazing year in 2021. 2020 was obviously a train wreck of epic proportions, but the travel industry came back in a big way in this year. And if you look at how Choice is doing, when they look at Q3 profits, they're up 117 million, not over 2020, but over 2019, which is very, very significant. But what's even more interesting to, to me is the fact that their RevPAR, they're up 11.4% over 2019. And you're talking about their performance over pre-pandemic performance. And that's just it's just phenomenal that we're heading that direction. One of the things that Skiff notes in this article is they're the first property to come out and really eclipse their 2019 performance, though they are expecting all of the other big flags and whatnot to to follow suit and and post up similar performances. Yeah, I would say from the major chain, like you mentioned, they are the the first to announce it, but we anticipate everybody else following suit here. I mean, we've seen it from countless independent hotels already this year, eclipsing their 2019 numbers um, by the end of Q3, you know, not even including the Q4 numbers. It's We've had such a phenomenal year. Um, it seems like COVID was over in, uh, what, February, and then we just saw bookings and occupancy go through the roof. Uh, that's what yeah. it looked like from from a lot of our, a lot of our clients. Um, but to, to beat 2019 this early uh, and, and for even these major flags that have, you know, hundreds of properties out there, um, 
I, I think I think the entire industry is is going to see what what choice has already put out there. Yeah, it's going to be it's it's a, a good bellwether, and you know one of the questions is going to become. We've done so well in 2021. What's 22 going to end up looking like? Which we're going to be finding out as fast as this year is going by in no time. It's already mid-November by the time everybody's listening to this. All right. So that's the news. The next thing we have on the list, Phil, is 60 seconds to success. And I'm looking at the notes and it looks like you better be prepared to speak really fast because you got a whole bunch of stuff written on this page. I think I can do it. All right, that sounds good. Then let's I'm, go ahead. I know that your little timer is gonna gonna trip me up, but I think I can do it. Hey, you know what? The the timer does the same thing to everybody. You just gotta get used to it, man. You're you're <laughs> living in the deadlines. All right, you ready? Shot clock starts. On, on the mark. Get set. So I want you to dedicate time to your reviews, uh, reviewing those reviews. So this goes for anyone working in the hotel industry, from marketers to GMs, front desk, and any really operations. But everyone needs to know what people are saying about their experience on property. I mean, it's definitely great to see the praise of the five-star reviews, but you also get a reality check from the honest one- and two-star reviews. Um, If an employee is mentioned in a really good review, it should be acknowledged. Um, feedback from a positive review can also help marketing teams identify and, and promote differentiators they may not even know exist until they read the review. It's also important to read those honest negative reviews and acknowledge what issues need to be addressed from, from things like cleanliness to staff interactions. And if you have time, you should also repeat this process on your competitor, uh, competitor set and see the things that they're doing well and the things that they're doing poorly. Um, we know vast majority of guests read reviews before booking, so leaning into things that you do well and fixing the things that you don't do well is still really important. You know what? You didn't make it. I didn't. You were damn close, but you didn't make it. <laughs> you did better than I did last week. So that was a toughie. That was a tough to get tough one to get done in sixty. But yeah, I think you guys get the point. Just I, I know we all know how important reviews are, but is it's. It, it, it's really important to actually read through it. I'm sure you have somebody dedicated to answering this stuff. And if you don't, you should. But reading it for yourself, making sure that your entire staff knows what people think about your property. People take pride in their work. So if they know if people are, you know, praising them, it makes them feel better. And if people are really, you know, hating on them, they need to know that too. Yeah, well, what I really like about what you say here as well is – and you didn't say silos specifically, but breaking down those silos, because if it's only one person reading that review and you're not sharing that with the entire team, there may be insights and little pieces of information that can be pulled out to help operations, revenue management, marketing, wherever that might be. And if you don't share them with your whole team, how on earth are they going to be able to improve in the way that they really should based on guest feedback? Yeah. All right. Definitely. There's your 60 seconds. Let's go get into the meat of this episode. All right. So this is broadcast number 205. Do, does OTT advertising make sense to your hotel? What you say, Phil? <laughs> so I think I think it must start with, so this, is, this is pretty new for most of you, I would imagine, listening to this. I, I mean, if you've already dabbled in OTT advertising, you're way out of the curve in the hotel industry, um, or you work for a big flag. But if you're an independent and, and you've already done this, I would love to hear you know what you did and if it worked for you. Um, 
we're still trying to build out some some case studies here around this ourselves. Um, but we'll kind of get started as a, at a 101. So what is OTT? OTT stands for over the top. And it's called over the top because it's essentially a television commercial um, that allows you to go over top of over the top of those gatekeepers, typically your your cable providers who you would normally have to buy the commercials from. Now you can go over the top of them and go to their streaming services and buy advertising, video advertising, much like you would any other television commercial in the past, but you're buying it through the streaming service itself. And there's a, a, a lot of breakdown into where you can buy these things. I think that's probably a 102, but so because we're keeping it a 101 level, um, just understand that we're talking about basically television advertisement on streaming services. Yeah. And, and I think though it is worth noting that when you purchase just television advertising in general, you're typically buying the market, the, the Metro, wherever area that the, the station might exist or whatever granularity they can get down to OTT is so much more able to be targeted. And that's going to be one of the key differentiators that may make OTT way more relevant for someone like a hotel where you want to target specific areas, but you don't want the waste of literally just blanketing the entire market. Yeah. It's not, it's not, this is not just a Nielsen DMA and I'll get into that uh, a little farther uh, down, down the list here. But I'm right, sure so I guess my question is, is like, so mainly I'm Netflix. I'm on Hulu. I do do ad support of Hulu. So it's cheaper, but how many people are actually going to be seeing these ads? <laughs> a lot. Um, we're, we're in the millions, multi-millions range um, in terms of who, you know, how many people are using streaming services, uh, particularly the ones that these can show on uh, the most. I thought I pulled a stat here, but I don't know if I have it. Uh, that one in particular of the number of people using streaming services. Um, but suffice to say, it's not just... <laughs> A, a small portion of the Yeah, it's 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 not it's not like it was uh, like even six years ago when when these things were you know people were first starting to cut the cord. Um, the, there's a lot of people are using this as their their primary, and they don't have the typical set top box from um, from Spectrum, from Verizon, um, from Comcast. I mean, the, a lot of people are are ditching that in favor of these streaming services, especially for for live TV, which you can still run these over the top ads through. Um, again, that's more of a 102, but from the 101, let's talk about where these ads run. So they run on streaming services. I'm sure you probably, all of you listeners out there use one or two of these. So things like Hulu, Roku, Pluto, Sling, Tubi, Vimeo, Vivo, um, as well as some you know specific apps, channel specific apps, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, um, all of them have their own uh, apps that you can view all their programming on. Well, you can run ads on those streaming services as well through OTT. Um, and and this is a multi-device thing. This isn't just televisions. Uh, we're talking about you know, people who do their streaming services through personal computers, mobile devices, you know, connected smart TVs, 
streaming devices, you know, your Roku, your Fire TV, Apple TV, gaming consoles, wherever you're getting your streaming services from is where these ads will show. So this is a, a much broader area that you're you're reaching. It's not just your television in the living room anymore. And I think that makes a lot of sense because when you think about how people consume media today, it is so different than it was even a few years ago where if I start watching a show on Netflix upstairs, I come downstairs, I watch some of it, you know, I don't finish it. So at work, I watch the rest of it on my computer. You know, I've gone across multiple devices, but because I have a specific login, you always know exactly who I am and what ads are suited best for me specifically, which is something that TV's never been able to do. Yeah. And if you're using streaming services and you notice that these ads are much more tailored to you, this is why people are taking advantage of it. Um, and honestly, it's a better experience for all of us. You don't want to see stuff that is irrelevant to you. You want to see stuff that's relevant to you. Um, so let's take a look at who sees these ads. You do, streaming service user. Um, if you have, if you use any of these streaming services that I mentioned, the you know the Hulu's, the Slings, you're gonna you're gonna get these type of ads. Um, you, you've probably already seen them, whether you realize that it's OTT or not. It is. Um, and according to uh, Statista surveys held in May 2020, 70 percent of people between 18 and 34 subscribe to a streaming services. And even when we go to the older population, 65 plus, 49% of them use a streaming service. So there, th these numbers continue to grow and they will grow, you know, as, as these things get, get bigger and better. Um, so this is likely going to take over your traditional television advertising and, and it should, because it is, it is truly better. Um, and, and the reason it's better is Pete, Pete alluded to this earlier, but it's it's the targeting aspect of it. So you're not just hitting some Nielsen DMA out there. Um, you're hitting people based on geography, but also you know interest-based, uh, demographics like age, gender, um, income levels. You can you can hit those as well. Uh, life events, etc. So everything that you're doing from the, you know, the Facebook targeting perspective or the Google ads targeting perspective, you can now do with your, your typical television commercial through OTT. Well, it, it, unless you're me and you have your in-laws using your accounts, it's going to get really confusing because, you know, one time I'm watching Lucifer and 30 seconds later, I'm watching reruns of Matlock or whatever it might be. <laughs> so <laughs> checkmate OTT. Yeah, you might you might get some weird stuff, but it's not it's not necessarily based on that. So, Pete, you're the one that's subscribing to the service. Yes, most of the ads will be ta tailored toward you, the yeah. purchaser. So keep that in mind as well. But yeah, they they are definitely taking into consideration the things that you watch. But when we're talking about you know who we're targeting, it's most likely the purchaser of the service. Yeah. Now, in that case, and I don't want to get too far into the you know. 200 level OTT discussion. How does that interact with the other things that I do online? You know, so is my Facebook behavior or the ads that I look at or the products I look at on Amazon, do those play a role in 
in the ads I see, or is it somewhat disconnected? Yeah, it's not it's not disconnected at all. I mean, it's it's very similar to um, the way you would be targeted by any other digital marketing aspect, paid digital marketing aspect. So, uh, you know, the same the same way we're gonna do. Um, you know, remarketing to someone who visited a certain page on our website or an email list that we've built, um, we can we can target people like that as well. So your behavior across the web definitely puts you into audience buckets, um, as does your you know your given age, gender, income level, all of those demographic type informations as well. That makes sense. All right. So so what's the big question then? Does that make sense? Right. So I started off by saying, you know, it depends as with almost anything you're going to do from a marketing perspective. Does it make sense for your hotel? Well, it depends. It depends on your marketing budget. If you have a very small marketing budget, maybe this doesn't make sense for you. You should probably be focusing on, you know, lower funnel, high return on ad spend, you know, making sure you're getting the most out of that marketing dollar you're putting in. Um, rather than some of these more exploratory type uh, demand generation, brand awareness type campaigns. You know, it depends. Do you is is brand awareness something that you really need for your hotel? Or are you a are you a brand new hotel in your market that needs to get out in front of people who live within your feeder markets and you know fall in your typical age demographic? And you know, maybe this is good for you. On the other hand, you know, maybe you're a well-established hotel, but now you have a new offering and you want to hit your feeder markets to say, hey, I have this new offering and you want to do it via television commercial. Well, this is a targeted way to do that. Um, so for them, it, it might make sense to you. Or you know, what I, what I think is the, the best use case scenario for a hotel is if you have a specific target and a unique differentiator that appeals to that target, you can reach them with television advertising now or streaming service. I keep calling it television. Well, you can watch it on more than a television, but you, you understand the idea. Like this is, this is an ad that's going to show in the middle of somebody's show that they, that they love to watch essentially. So this is what you're getting through, through these type of ad platforms here. Um, but can you sell your differentiator to your target market effectively? You can, you can do it through OTT, and if, if you think that that makes sense for you, then awesome. Then it makes sense for you. If you don't hit any of those criteria and most of your business is, you know, people stopping in because they, they just need a place to sleep overnight and that's 99% of your business, this probably isn't the best advertising for you. Yeah. And I would say, you know, if you're in a destination that is the draw itself, don't try to market in a silo. See what your CVB and your chambers are up to because this is one of those platforms that it first began really getting adopted on the CVB side because you can promote an entire market. It was a lot makes a lot more sense than drilling down to just one individual property. But the granularity of the platforms is something that gives great opportunity for hotels individually as well as destinations as a whole the same power because it's just about how drill down do you want to get to find your ideal customer? Yeah. And, and maybe it makes sense if you're part of a management group and you want to pull some marketing dollars together to kind of promote the area and all of your hotels as, as the group itself. Maybe then this makes sense for you. It doesn't make sense on the individual hotel level. So you have to get a little creative here because 
I mean, how many individual independent hotels have you seen television advertisements for? Not many, probably none. Right. And if if you were to see one, it would probably be relatively memorable if the production quality. Production quality has got to be there. Yeah. And the offer has got to be there. And we're going to kind of get into that into an example of some viable OTT campaigns that, that hotels should be testing or maybe, you know, testing if it makes sense. Okay. Can we go one, 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 one? Sure. Let's do it. All right. One, Number one, 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 one. So I thought, I thought one use case for this um, that popped into my head when I was thinking, who does this make sense for was hotels offering um, you know, themselves as a wedding venue or potentially a, you know, you're a really good honeymoon destination and you have a great honeymoon package. So because you get to be pretty targeted with this stuff, you can layer a geographic area. So, you know, people who are going to use your hotel as a wedding venue likely live in some type of range around your property already. Um, so you could do a geographic target layered with an audience of recently engaged people who are probably looking for wedding venues. And then you can show off your property in that 15 to 30 second spot to show all of the great amenities, show the property all done up, um, and you get a captive audience with this non-skippable ad. Um, this was this was one of those things, you know, just getting out in front of that perfect target audience with with your unique offering, which you probably make a boatload of money off of at the end of the day. Well, what I think what you said there was the you know audience of people who are recently engaged. Again, something you could not do from a traditional broadcast perspective. You know, all you know is I'm going to be advertising on this TV station. I'm going to be advertising on this show specifically and whatever time slot falls in there. But with OTT, it's like, oh, no, I don't care if they're watching a wedding show. I want the people who are specifically engaged and going to be getting married. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the power of this. So, um, yeah, just just making sure you're hitting the right audience kind of leads us into number two. So another idea I had, I had a, like a great wolf, great, great wolf lodge in mind, but this could really work for any really kid friendly property, right? So does your property have something like a water park and on-site arcade themed suites? Um, are, are you a very kid friendly property that, that shows well visually and would get parents of children excited to stay there? Um, you could do that same thing. So you could do geographic targeting of your top feeder markets uh, layered with parents uh, with children aged 6 to 12 um, and do a, a special weekend getaway package uh, for, for the kids. Um, and and you know, the kids will see it because they're probably watching TV with their parents. Um, the parents will see it and say, hey, that's a really good idea. Um, but again, this is a great way to get out in front of that perfect target audience with something that appeals to them specifically and not hitting some giant DMA with, you know, the 50 year old guy with no kids lives in his parents' basement, doesn't really care about your kid friendly advertising. So you're not serving the ad to that guy anymore. Beyond that, I mean, to your point of a special weekend getaway, it's a phenomenal tool because it is so nimble. Whereas broadcast, it may have taken a longer time to go from deciding to market to actually getting your message out there with OTT. It's a lot quicker to go from that process. 
Cool. All right. So I think we're ready to hop into number three, 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 three. So another idea I had was if your hotel is in close proximity to a local ski resort, layering that geo-targeting, the top feeder markets, you know, people drive within, you know, a few hours to go to a local ski resort, maybe a little farther, but hitting those specific geo-targets that you know send business your way. Uh, you can layer that with, you know, winter sports, skiing enthusiasts type type audiences um, and promote your your ski package that has, you know, room and discounted lift tickets combined with a you know, free shuttle service to the to the resort. You know, you're hitting the right market uh, in terms of interest. You know, you're hitting the right market in terms of geography. Again, this could be something that if you have extra marketing dollars set aside to try something new or maybe this is a new offering for you, this is a great way to get out in front of people who would take advantage of it. I love it. All right. Ready to jump in? Number four, 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 four. So the last one, uh, obviously we've talked about it on this podcast before. Myrtle Beach has this uh, big music festival that's here every summer. Uh, the Carolina Country Music Fest drives thousands and thousands of people to our area. Um, really want to try this for one of our one of our clients in the area. Um, but this could work for anybody who has a, a large event that happens near you. So you probably have people that have that come to this event every year. Um, you have them on the books as coming to your hotel for this event. That should be in their folio so you know this about them. You segment that audience and create a list of email addresses that you want to see this TV ad. That's something you can do with OTT advertising. So very similar to how you would set up a say a display campaign on Google ads to serve, you know, your ads promoting your, your package that includes tickets to the event plus accommodations. You can do that with a television commercial now or streaming service commercial. I keep calling it a television commercial, but you guys get what I mean. Um, you can do that type of stuff to the perfect audience, to a list of email addresses that you already have, or, you know, people who have visited your packages page already. You can now serve these ads to these people on their streaming services through any device that they watch the streaming service on. This is this is huge. This is targeted, you know, very refined video advertising that if you have, like I said, if you have the marketing dollars for this and, and you want to try this out uh, and you have that differentiator, if you have that special package, if you have that special offering that can resonate with a target market, this may be uh, something that you need to jump on quickly. You know, I, I think it is. We've always been kind of hesitant to dive into OTT just because we've always been hesitant to dive into it. But that is not a good reason to not look at a, a newer opportunity because we talk about it all the time, that first mover advantage and the ability to harvest those customers who are looking for your property early in that process. Well, you know, here's, here's how I look at it, Pete. We have almost every client at some point or another, or even prospect that we've talked to, we've discussed video advertising and primarily that means YouTube, right? So yep. YouTube advertising is what they're talking about. That's not necessarily what we're talking about in, in full anymore. We can use OTT for this type of type of advertising. We can still hit very targeted audiences of people based on, like I said, geography, demographics, interests. 
but we can put it in a non-skippable ad format that is you know your your traditional television commercial type thing that that people don't think twice about because they're just sitting down watching their show now i mean i use hulu right but i i mean i pay for the no ads of hulu but guess what when i'm watching live I'm still getting ads mm-hmm. even some of the shows that i watch contain ads though i pay for the non-ad format see that's specifically why i ditched the non-paid non-ad version of hulu because i was getting more ads i guess on the shows that i like to watch they were all exempt from the non-ad plan right. and i was like well, okay well i'm not paying you you know a ton of extra money a month just so that i can not see ads on shows that i'm not watching anyway <laughs> yeah, I know, you know what I get it, but but here that's that's the thing, right? So you're watching your favorite show, so you're pretty in tune anyway. You know you're getting an ad, Pete. Well, if I can serve Pete an ad about, uh, I know Pete's interests pretty well. So if if I could if I could serve an ad to Pete about something I know Pete really wants to buy, why not do it while he's watching his favorite show? He's already in tune, so. Yeah, like I said, if if this is something you can if you can spend marketing dollars on, if you were thinking about putting it all towards YouTube anyway, well, why not try this? Because you know YouTube's a pretty saturated market. This may be this may be the thing that sets you apart in terms of uh, how how your video ad performance does for for twenty twenty two. I think that's a that is the tip to take away as we're working on budgets for for next year factoring in OTT. And I would say that you also have to consider the fact that OTT has two specific costs. Obviously the cost of the the campaign itself, but two, and one thing I think a lot of hoteliers don't have is the great creative piece to, to show on the platform. So spend the money, make sure you have a great commercial more or less. And depending on the platform and depending on what you're buying, your length of time is going to be different, just like it is on broadcast where you have, you know, different le- types of spots. You know, it might be a 15, 30, 60 second spot, whatever it might be. Create those pieces of content because they're not good just from an OTT perspective. And, you know, I know, Phil, we really haven't talked a ton about the, the video side of uh, Google ads, but there's a lot of opportunity there to also show as, pre-roll on YouTube and other places throughout the web that you can start using that video as those video assets. Definitely. And we do full disclosure. We offer this as a service. Um, We, we, we can offer this for um, contact us for pricing. Definitely. Uh, But also contact us if you don't have the ability to create a a quality 15 to 30 second commercial. Uh, we work with a provider that does a phenomenal job at creating these uh, for, for very reasonable costs. So if you need, if you, if you think you can get into this space and you have a good differentiator and a, and a very refined target audience and you want to get started, definitely give us a, give us a call or send us an email and, and we can, we can work with you to try to get this set up. So this is a great question though. If they did want to contact us, Phil, how would they go about doing something like that? Contacting us? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, what is it? Info at travelboommarketing.com. Yep. And we have, we, have a, we have a contact us page at travelboommarketing.com. 
they can hit us up at a podcast at travelboommarketing.com. And that also goes to, to us. So if we have, they have questions about OTT or just want to contact us about advertising in a, a, a non-direct format, they could use that email address too, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Reach out with this is, this is definitely something we can help you out with. This isn't some, you know, you need to, you need to do a ton of research. If you're already listening to this podcast, we're your guys. There you go. And, and we don't do a lot of, a lot of sales on this, this podcast. But, I just uh, did. You, you, you just heard it right from us. This that, is my uh, baby though. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. There you go. Push it, man. So, uh, <laughs> Well, nice. I think that's a, that's a good intro into it. Uh, and I, I wouldn't even say that this that's the tip of the iceberg. We haven't even got to where the tip of the iceberg is from an OTT perspective. The granularity of your targeting, the messaging, you know, how you can create that customer journey that begins with OTT or has OTT somewhere interspaced in that entire journey. It's it's a whole different ball game, and I really don't think people just say, oh. It's a it's a commercial on my favorite TV show. Therefore, it's advertising on TV. No, it's literally one of the mediums that is available to you to use through that guest entire journey to planning a vacation at your property. And I think if we think about that way, it's just one of the components that we can plug in. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, truly, that's the takeaway. This is your opportunity to jump into a medium that you would never have used. You yeah. probably, as an independent hotelier, aren't running television spots but because we can put a really refined audience in this a really refined geographic area in this you know this can make sense for you think about it like you know a youtube ad but through somebody's you know typical tv shows that they're watching that's the 101 it gets deeper than this Yep. There's a lot more involved in OTT advertising. This is your this is your intro into it. If you weren't if you weren't aware of what it was, or uh, or if it's something you just heard about in passing, this is what you need to know. I love it. Well, hey, we've already told people where they can find us collectively. Phil, if they want to reach out to you directly to learn more about OTT or anything that uh, is in your realm, where would they do so? Uh, find me on LinkedIn uh, at Phil Fariska on LinkedIn. Um, Obviously, reach out to me on my Travel Boom email address or any of the email addresses that we've put out there previously. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. All right. Same thing for me. Definitely on LinkedIn. You can get me at Pete DeMeo, P-E-T-E-D-I-M-A-I-O. And also, like Phil said, from an email perspective, Pete.DeMeo at Travel Boom Marketing. And anything you have related to OTT or or marketing or just you know, questions in general, hit us up. We would love to answer them one-on-one or just answer them on the podcast. And lastly, this broadcast of episode 205 of the Hotel Marketing Podcast is brought to you by OTT. Try OTT today. <laughs> Ding. That's an that's a, that's a OTT commercial, I think. See, I it knew sounds people... like something you would hear a commercial on, on the prices, right? Yeah. Well, I, I knew that people were listening up to this, were interested in OTT. So I did an ad for OTT. You down with OTT? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, OTT'd you know our I just OTT'd our audience. <laughs> they didn't even see it happening. Uh, but anyway, so hey, that's how you can find us. Find us all together collectively at Travel Boom Marketing. And that is another episode of the Hotel Marketing Podcast in the books. And we'll be back next week with more tips, tricks, and guides to help you be the best hotelier you can be. With that said, Travel Boom is out. Thank you.
between your all of the creatures you get to take care of, everybody's <laughs> sick. <laughs> so what's the dog's problem? Uh, they won't stop licking their paws, and like Copper's paw like shakes like this now because he licks it so much. <laughs> 